yo, foreigner, you crazy for this okay, one. Riding when I'm left hooking fiends said they love me cause they know I keep that sack moving Sad to say but this is the life that I have growing I had to hustle skipping class man I was truing I can flip some packs and teach you how to do it This the real deal Better watch your back cause people will kill Kill Bill Kill switch on the Glock Yeah this the real real And people spin around them blocks just like a Ferris wheel But that's enough of that Let me tell you about my life and where I grew up at I grew up in the south of Topeka Then I moved to the east in the streets and I ain't fucking with neither I ain't the type to go with kill or go and sit on that block I'm the type to get some Hey man, this is Jay North Y'all watching Bucket Discussions Make sure y'all tap into the past video Make sure y'all check out the upcoming shit These guys are real talented Got something special going on here Appreciate y'all, man Welcome back to the 57th edition of the Bucket Discussions Podcast it's one of your hosts, Taj, a.k.a. TJ, a.k.a. Lakers fan, Chiefs fan, two rings, two, two, one, man. Hey, shout out Pat Mahomes, shout out to my whole squad, man. Just got that rings last night. Very beautiful, I might mm. have. I'm very proud of them boys. Let's go ahead and get number three next season. You feel me, mm. man? Wait, I'm going to go ahead and pass it to my boy, Jay Coop. Yo, what's going on, everybody, man? It's the boy, Jay Coop, man. Uh, we are excited to be back. Uh, on the Bug Discussions podcast, you feel me? We're trying to talk about this this Nuggets championship that they just won, and we are excited to do so. But I will say, bro, congratulations to your squad on that championship. I know that shit probably feels amazing. You feel me? Hopefully, one day I can, you know, feel that. You know what I'm saying? That that would be very nice. But no, shout out to your squad, man. They was looking mighty dapper too, if I do say so myself. You know what I'm saying? Um, so shout out to them, man, and shout out to the you know Kansas City, but. Do we have anything that we hopping into to start off the show? Man, trust announcement really quick, man. Nothing major. Just make sure you got there tapped in. If you're not watching us on YouTube, make sure you're watching us on Spotify. Not watching, but listening to us on Spotify, yeah. um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, man. I'm a big podcast person, obviously watching the show, but like I love listening to it, whether I'm you know driving around, just doing whatever, running errands, if I'm going to work, if I'm at work. I just love listening to the podcast, man. And if you're that person, make sure you're tapped in on one of these platforms. We sure. really appreciate it. Yeah. Also, make sure you're tapped in to all the other videos we got going on, man. I know we're doing yeah. this podcast just to really get our opinions and stuff out there. We also got reaction videos. We also got my, my guy Coop going on there doing his own videos, man. So just make sure you're tapped in. Uh, make sure you're liking. Make sure you're subscribed, man. And just tell a friend to tell a friend. Let them know, man. We're trying to grow over sure. here. You feel me? Yes, sir. You heard me. Hey, that's it for church analysis, man. The most important part of church. But let's get into it, man. Coop already alluded to it. Denver Nuggets. Hey, this is not Denver Nuggets D, man. This is the Duke D, man. Duke University. <laughs> hey, shout out to the Denver Nuggets. NBA champions, man. They did it. They beat my squad, swept us. They beat the Miami Heat. Uh, now they're NBA champions, man. Shout yeah, out to you. Uh, the parade was very dope, man. Me, my brother, my pops, we sat there and watched the highlights from the parade last night. <laughs> hey, they was talking crazy. They was making jokes, man, at the Lakers' expense. But you get to do that <laughs> with champions, man. Yeah. Cool, bro. My question to you is, do you think this – do you think this is going to be a potential dynasty in the Western Conference? Mm -hmm. Let me know. Yeah, that's a, that's a very tough question, bro. But honestly – First and foremost, I'm going to just congratulate the Nuggets, man. They definitely deserve this championship. You feel me? Like, the, I mean, it was a long time coming. Obviously, with the Jamal Murray injury, like, the last year or two he's been out. You know what I'm saying? So, 
it's just it's dope to see as a basketball fan. You know what I'm saying? Like like you said, they beat your squad and they shit. They they are a well known Clippers killer. You feel me? Like they be fucking my team up. But like at the same time, like you just can't help but like just fuck with the story that's behind the Denver Nuggets. You feel me? So they definitely deserve a lot of credit as just like a, a franchise as a basketball team. Like all the players on the team, Reggie Jackson, DeAndre Jordan, all those guys, bro. Because it's like everyone on that team had a chip on their shoulder and. Even when a lot of people seen him at the end of the season start to, you know, kind of go downhill when it came to, like, just a basketball play on the court. Hey, man, they kept it afloat. And they, you know, they they was, you know, focused on the final goal. And that's ended up what they achieved. You know what I'm saying? So, shout out to the Denver Nuggets. But I will say, bro, as a dynasty, it's tough to say, bro, because a dynasty, like, think about it. How many dynasties have been in NBA history? You feel me? Like, there hasn't been that many wow. dynasties. So, I don't know, bro. It's tough to say. Um, I definitely can see them, uh, you know, winning another championship in like the next two to three years. I will say that though. I, I, but a dynasty, bro, that is hard to say just because, like, bro, there's still think about it. There's still hella teams that hasn't even made it to the NBA Finals, including my team. So it's like making the finals alone, bro. Like that's hard. You know what I'm saying? Like you deserve a lot of credit for just making the finals alone. But I don't know, bro. Dynasty seems kind of like a reach, but like at the same time, with how good Jokic is and how, you know, like good and well Jamal Murray compliments Jamal or uh, Nikola Jokic I I really wouldn't be surprised to be honest with you if they somehow turn into a dynasty and especially if they're able to keep like you know some of these role players around you feel me like Bruce Brown that dude was hella irreplaceable in the in the finals you feel me he was doing shit just like if he wasn't out there doing no one else is probably gonna do like you have KCP who obviously went crazy he was just lights out from three all playoffs for no reason so uh, yeah, bro, they, they have a really good, you know, situation over there in Denver. I hope they don't try anything to fuck it up, you feel me? So uh, they definitely have a chance to, you know, have a dynasty. But in my personal opinion, I just don't see it. Yes, sir, man. I'm going a, I'm to a go back to the first point that you made. Bro. I feel like uh-huh. we, all jokes aside, we have to give the Denver Nuggets their respect. Um, we obviously talk about all the time what it takes to win a championship, what a team has to do. The trial and tribulations that you got to go through, bro. It's not – we see a lot of teams try to, like, replicate the whole super team situation, and it yeah. really doesn't pan out. And we've seen a lot of failed attempts at trying to recreate a super team, bro. The Denver Nuggets, though, they were that organization that built everything from scratch. Yeah. They drafted yeah. They drafted Joker in the second round. So when you win a championship, it goes down from the scouts, bro, to the front office, everybody in the front office, man, the coaching staff, the it players. Even, bro, seeing a guy like Jeff Green, who's been in the league for 16 years, yeah, bro. went through what he's went through as far as getting open-heart surgery and coming yeah. back to play, bro, because that's that's insane, bro. That's a scary uh, procedure to go through, man. But Jeff Green and Aaron Gordon, bro, uh, Michael yeah. Porter, you know, with back issues. Even, yeah, like you said, Jamal Murray tearing his ACL, not knowing if he's going to be on the team after tearing yeah. his ACL, coming back, bro, balling out, man, doing his thing, playing in the bubble. 2020 losing to the Lakers coming back, bro. This is all a process, bro. And not just basketball, but anything that you're doing like, bro, it's a process. You can't cheat it, bro. You can't cheat it. Um, bro, Coop, not to go at your Clippers, bro, but that's just who came to my mind. You always talk about throughout the regular season, bro. You can't just think that you can just sit out and not have any chemistry, no continuity on the court, and just think when the playoff comes, everything's gonna click. No, bro, you gotta go through, you gotta go through the trenches, you gotta battle together, man. And that's what the Nuggets did, bro. Even Mike Malone, their head coach, bro, he was there. I didn't realize he'd been there for eight years, bro. Like, yeah, he's been there. Man. Eight years is a long time, bro. We see a lot of teams 
they bring a head coach in, they don't win a championship year one or year two, and they fire him. Yeah. Denver Nuggets is like, nah, we're gonna we're gonna let you build, man. We're gonna let you rock. That's what they did. He ended up winning a championship, bro. So I feel like I feel like the Denver Nuggets are a shining example of what you need to do to win a championship, bro, and just the work that it really takes. So I want to give them their credit as far as that, bro. Shout out to those guys, Jokic, Jamal. Obviously, they led the way. Um, going back to my Lakers, bro, I really felt like a lot of people will be like, oh, LeBron didn't have any help or AD did this or, or this or that. From what I've seen in that series, bro, Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic, they outplay Anthony Davis and LeBron James, bro. That's just clear, simple facts. Um, their stars showed up. Our stars didn't. Um, the role players can only get us so far. So I want to shout out those two guys, bro, for really leading the way and just being a very deadly duo, man. Those guys are really yeah. – hey, they're really good at basketball. Let's just be honest. Not really good at basketball, man. So shout out to them. They deserve it. Look like they had a lot of fun at the parade, especially a guy like Jokic. So humble, bro. A really good dude. Him and his family being up there, bro. I'm glad he got to have this moment. And if I got that monkey off his back, too. And people yeah, just like, he can't win. He can't do this. He can't do that, man. But let me get back okay. to the question. Do I think this is going to be a dynasty? Mm-hmm. No hate, no hate, bro. But I, I don't see it. Um, obviously, we're talking about a dynasty, bro. I feel like people start talking really crazy, but like, Coop, you made a great point, bro. There's not a lot of dynasties, and not even in basketball, but sports in general, bro. Like, we yeah. can we can count them on our on one hand, bro. Like, we got the Patriots, we got the Spurs, um, I can't count the Bulls, Lakers, Warriors. That's five. I mean, sports in I general got the the Patriots, like we said, bro, like it's not it's not easy to talk about a dynasty. Like even my Chiefs, bro, I'm a huge Chiefs fan, bro. When people start saying, "Oh yeah, we're gonna be a dynasty, we're gonna be a dynasty," I'm like, bro, no, like that's not when you say dynasty, bro. That shit's hard, bro. For one, you gotta keep people together as far as players. You gotta yeah. keep egos intact because most people be like, "Oh yeah, no, I did this, I did that for the team. I need this much money." That can break up a team, bro. Injuries, you can't control injuries. Luck. It takes a lot, bro. Coaching, there's a yeah. lot that goes into this, bro. So when people start sure. screaming dynasty, I feel like it's, it's crazy talk, bro. But you got to let the Nuggets have that moment, man. They won a championship. That's what you do when you win a championship. Oh, we're going to win another one. We're going to win. And honestly, bro, like that's what they should just leave it at. They shouldn't have to ask like if it's going to be a dynasty or not. They should really should just be congratulating the team for all the shit that they accomplished over the last couple of years and just finally getting the job done, you feel me? But shout out she to him, bro. We know how to yeah. you know how the media works. You know how fans work, bro. They're, they're talking about dynasty. Um, hey, it very well could though. So I guess could. we never know. We just got to see. We could. But shout out it's to him. Very bro. hard. And they they deserve it, bro. The fans. Yeah, man. I got love for for Denver, bro. Denver's a, a really dope place, bro. Like I love the visit. Um, shout out to them. I know. And I know it's lit, bro. In the streets. Man, bro. I was very lit, bro. Hey, Denver's tough, bro. Shout out to Denver, man. Yeah, shout out to the fans. That's why I went to go see my first NBA game, bro. So I got much love for, for Denver, bro. Shout out to him. Yeah. Um, hey, shout out to my pops. Denver Broncos, y'all up next, man. What y'all going to do this season, man? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, hey, let's go ahead and transition into the jump ball segment, man. Let's tricks. You are crazy. Shout out to my guy, Will White. Um, bro, you came on a pod a very, very long time ago. Mm. Drop some knowledge, bro. Um, you talked to us about what you got going on. 
you told me everything you was going to do, bro. And I'm watching it all play out now, bro. You're doing your thing, bro. You were talking about an internship. Now you got a job. You graduated, bro, from college, bro. Shout out mm -hmm. to you, man. You're doing the damn thing. Shining example of a hardworking young black man from the city of Topeka, bro. I love to see it. And I'm going to continue to highlight it, bro. So, hey, I hope you guys enjoy this interview that's coming up next. And Will White, bro, you're the MVP of episode 57 of the Bucket Discussions podcast. I don't know you personally, but um, I appreciate you hopping on the pod. I'm excited to watch this interview that uh, you got with Taj. Oh, he, he, he a well-rounded individual, bro. I'll put it that way. Okay, bet. He's a man of many traits. I think okay, he's living well. in Denver, too. I think he's living in Denver, too. Really? Man. Okay. Hey, well, this is perfect, then. This is perfect. It fits right in, but... Hey man, shout out to Will, man. I, I'm like I said, I'm definitely excited to see that interview. Um, just because you know me, I'm a I'm a junkie for just learning new shit and shit like that. And honestly, just seeing my boy Taj put out these interviews, man, it's very inspirational. But um, yeah, shout out to you, Will. I hope you're doing all right, man. Keep doing your thing, and hey, man, keep tapping in with us. Yes, sir. I hope you guys enjoyed this interview. We'll catch you guys on the other side. Welcome back to Top City's Finest, man. We got a very special guest joining us joining us today we have the quiet assassin as called by some of his former teammates man aka Kawhi leonard <laughs> he's a walking example of action speaking louder than words will's obviously an amazing athlete on the football field on the basketball court but beyond that he has an attitude and a quiet confidence that's going to take him much farther in life than any basketball football any sport can take him welcome to the bucket discussions podcast will white bro i appreciate you jumping on here with us Thank you for having me, bro. Thank you. Hey, this is the one that I'm really honestly most excited about, bro, because, like, obviously, we don't get to hear your story enough, in my opinion. So I feel like today, bro, we're going to get some some very good conversation, get some great value for the audience, bro. I feel like everybody can take something away from this interview, man. So let's jump straight into it. Let's do it. All right, bro. First off, before we get started, how you doing, man? How's life treating you? How's college going? Just how you doing, man? Yeah, I'm doing good, bro. I got a, on a scale of one to ten, I got to give myself like a nine. I can't say ten because that's perfection. Only one perfect is God. But uh, life's going good. We're all school got me stressing, but it's good stress type of stress that you want. But all in all, I can't complain. Hey, bro, I'm glad to hear that, man. So let's jump straight into it, man. Where do you get your mindset to excel? Not only just in school, bro. Not just sports, but life in general, bro. Uh, I definitely got to say my parents for sure. Um, I feel like anybody that knows my mom knows she has a she has a crazy work ethic. You cannot get her to sit down for anything. But uh, honestly, I feel like just the whole city, uh, like Tony Barksdale, Tobian, uh, Miss Richardson for sure. But uh, like just everybody's shown me love and like I kind of take examples from like each and every one of them and try to like choose those bits and pieces and kind of go from there but honestly just everybody I just feel like I get a lot of love from everybody and just try to roll with it from there okay great answer man all right so when did you first get into the whole sports scene man when did you first start playing how were you introduced uh probably first started playing was a uh, flag football kind of started going up to Hillcrest and then uh, Daryl, he got me into it, but uh, I think my first introduction to sports in general was just kind of like going around to my sister's like Wiley games and stuff like that, but that was kind of like my introduction to it. 
So basically the pretty the, the pretty normal answer is how everybody got started, man. Just yeah. kind of the wide league playing different type of organized sports, football, basketball, baseball. Yeah. All right, man. So everybody's done that. But when did you actually realize you were good, bro? Because everybody's not good at these things. Uh not even to like sound like conceited, but I feel like just honestly, just from the jump. But I think that was more so just because. I feel like the team that I was on and like everybody that I was around, like we were all good as like a whole. So I feel like that was kind of just when I realized like, all right, not necessarily like me, but like we could be something dangerous. But now uh, I guess that's more so like basketball and track wise, because that's kind of like what we first started with. But I have to say football wise, maybe in like seventh to eighth grade range. We won cities eighth grade. And I was like, all right, we might be able to do a little something with this. I'm glad you brought that up, man. So like I said, I was the I was the the head manager, whatever you want to call it. That wasn't nothing too special, man. But back in middle school, I was the manager of these guys, man. When they were seven to eighth grade, bro, they was going crazy. I feel like I was like the manager of like the Harlem Globetrotters, bro, an NBA team, something, whatever you want to call it, man. These guys are so good at the game of basketball. Just being in their practices, seeing them compete, seeing the different moves and everything, all the different skill sets that they have, bro. It was it was dope, but especially Will. Since he was the tallest, bro, he always had to play big. Uh, and he played big, bro. It's just that simple. Definitely a dog, man. <laughs> For sure, man. Definitely a dog. Hey. But, bro, describe. We're going to have you. We ask people to describe their games, bro. But since you're a special type of athlete, bro, describe your game as a hooper first and then describe your game as a football player, bro. Because I'm going to be honest. I haven't seen you play football. So I'm interested to hear this answer. Uh, Basketball-wise, I feel like I'd have to, like, label myself probably a floor general and a facilitator. Because I think I was always, like, more thinking of, like, pass first, like, getting the ball to somebody else and just, like, letting them do their thing, like, setting somebody else up for success. But uh, football-wise, honestly, like, I my football knowledge was very limited to before I got to college. But, like, now I'd have to say I'm probably – I'm a silent player as a DB, which I feel like is a good thing because the less stats you have as a DB means the less passes are getting thrown your way, which means that they, I kind of just get myself an island. Like I'll hold my man, do my thing. That's how it's supposed to be, bro. And also cornerbacks, bro. That's the the most under, under uh, appreciated, toughest position, bro, that you can find on a football mm-hmm. field, bro. That's it. Freshman year, that's no oh man. It's that tough. Is. You're going to get some like you're going to get some star athletes, man. The cockiest players on the field. So yes. as a DB, DB, bro, you kind of got to be confident in yourself. Whether that's out loud, you talking trash, or that's like quiet, silent, like they ain't doing no passes my way. I'm good. Exactly. All right, bro. So on HP Highland Park, Highland Park Scots, bro. When you were there for your four years, bro, y'all had so much different talent at different positions, bro. What was it like playing for those teams? Like, bro, it was always fun just because, like, practices, just the competition, just, like, that competeness everybody just had, like, going against, like, Malik Keith, Larry, Kenny, like, all them dudes, bro, like, it just made you better. And, like, you didn't, you know, you didn't want to, like, let them show you up, so you tried to get them back. And if they got you that day, you definitely <laughs> got to come back on the next day. Especially Malik, oh my gosh, because he was gonna let you know when he got you. Uh, it's always better like when you compete like with your bros and family. But, uh, definitely loved it. Yeah, bro. We also had a couple 
of, of your teammates on here, bro. And they also shouted you out, bro, as as one of the top players, bro. But they just said you were quiet, bro. You were like Kawhi. You didn't really talk too much, bro. You just went out there and played. Oh, no, I ain't never really been a talker. Well, let me say that. In general, I'm not a talker. Once we get into the game or on the field, then that's a little different story. But I just ain't never really, like, I don't want to say I don't believe in it, but that's just not me as a person. Like, try to yeah. let my game do the talking. Yeah, but you're definitely a, a great player, bro. Like I said, whether you talk, you trash talk, bro, whether you quiet, bro, as long as you're on the, on the field or the court and you produce them, bro, that's really all that matters. Thanks. All right, bro, you played it with a lot of great players throughout your whole sports career, bro, whether that be football, basketball, track. Bro, who is your favorite teammate? And if so, bro, you can name multiple people if you want to. Uh, I got to throw Malik out there. Because I say, like I said, I label myself for four general, but like like a textbook example of four general, I had to get out to Malik because like he demanded respect and like, you feel me? Like he he earned it and he deserved it. But it was always like, it was good, like learning from him and going against him in practices. Uh, Got to say Larry, Kenny. Larry, ain't nobody got anticipation skills like him, bro. I don't, I don't understand it, but he just knows when to drive at the ball and try to go for the steal. Like, always make a big play at the right time. And, like, Kenny, like, I feel like everybody kind of seen what he did. He was just a bucket getter. And, uh, sure. I guess the last person I got a shout-out is uh, some people might know him, but, like, Nestor Samantes, uh, but like, he ain't really, like, a household name, but, like, that was just my bro. Like, he's the ideal person of, like, a team-first guy, just, like, a hard worker. So I got to say them for sure. Okay, that's dope, bro. We also had Larry on here, bro. He named you. He was one of the first people he named as his favorite teammate, man. It's my guy. So that's that's dope, man. All right, bro. This is something new that I'm starting to ask, man. And I think it's a dope, a dope question, bro. Give me your all-star starting five, including yourself, bro. Put yourself at whatever position that you want to. Plus four. Who's your all-time starting five with all Topeka Hoopers, bro, from any generation? That's a tough one though, because we got a bunch of dudes from back in the day. I can't even, I don't even know their names like that, but uh, I'm like, I'm biased, so you know, I got to choose me at the one. <laughs> uh, if I took myself out of it, I'm definitely going Malik at the one for sure. But uh, me, Jamal, I feel like you can't, like, Jamal yeah, McMurray, sure. come on now. <laughs> hey, sure. Jamel Anderson, I say him, Tony Barstow, because hey, every, like, all through our high school, we used to scrimmage them in high school, and they were still busting us. Yeah, for real? <laughs> oh. That's crazy. Jamel still – Jamel takes, like, 30 minutes to warm up, but once he warm, bro, it's, he got a chop. That's crazy. I didn't know that. <laughs> uh, all right, bro, so you just need a center, man. Who you, who you choosing? That's the thing. If I, if I got to choose a center – well, I got to go with Shafi because uh, I really don't know yep. too many big dudes like that. I know, like, they had they had some cameras back in the day. I just don't know their names. I'd have to go with Shafi for the center. Hey, but that's a, that's a, a solid squad, though. Thanks. Y'all running some teams off the floor. Oh, God. <laughs> all right, bro. What's up with y'all HP dudes, though, picking all HP players, man? Y'all ain't, y'all ain't showing no light in no other schools? I'm biased. I'm biased. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, man. Thanks. All right, so... I got to ask you this question, bro, because our channel basically based around this, bro, kind of got started off high school hoops in the city, bro. 
do you still pay attention to high school hoops now that you're in college, bro? And if so, what players are you keeping an eye on? Uh, no, I definitely do. Probably like not as much as I would like to, but uh, like just a bunch of like a bunch of the young guys. Like I've just been trying to keep track with uh Trey Richardson for sure. I don't even like I don't keep in contact with a lot of them. Like that's that's my little bro for sure. Like if you ever need anything, I got him. But basketball, track, baseball, honestly, anything with a ball in it, I know you do it all. He's a straight hooper. He's gonna he's gonna hey he's gonna go places for sure. But uh, honestly. Like all my HP, I'm not my HP alumni, but I always try to keep track of those guys. You got Jamel's twins, Will Quentin, Bo, who got tall out of nowhere. I remember <laughs> he was short. Man. Uh, the Speaker West guys, too, Sincere. Uh, I don't even know the number four dude's name, but I remember him when he was little. But Elijah Books, yep. Yes. Straight, straight dog, bro. No, I try to keep track on everybody. I just love seeing the success of all the young guys. And I think like I think Topeka basketball is getting back to where it used to be. Some good hands, bro. Thanks. Some great hands. I'm excited, bro. Especially next year, like you said, Bo. He got another year in there. Everybody else that you name, bro. We got a couple seniors graduating, but it's still gonna be the next guys up, bro. They're gonna put on the show for sure. All right, bro. So you coming from HP? Obviously, you have a very strong support system behind you, but what went into your decision to come from H go from HP to Fort Hayes State, bro, to play football? Uh, was it a tough one? No, nah, no, nah, it was definitely a tough one because I still consider myself a basketball guy. But uh, my parent, like my mom, was real adamant on you need to go somewhere for four years. Like, she wasn't really like big with the JUCO route, but uh. Honestly, like they were the Fort Hayes was like the first school to like start showing me love from the get go. They hit me up like early in my junior year, and I feel kind of bad because like the, uh, my position coach right now he DM me on Twitter, and like all I read was Hayes Kansas, and I was like I don't know where that's at. Like, <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't even respond to him, but uh, nah, that and honestly, uh. Like, I mean, I went to church and I prayed on it. And I feel like that was kind of like when I solidified, like, you know, this is where I want to be. This is where I got to see my future going. But, you know, that's probably, like, key factors into me going. Okay. Yeah, but I was surprised, like, when I seen you playing uh, football, I was like, yeah. I thought, I thought bro was still hooping, man. But, hey, like I said, bro, they were showing you love from the get-go, bro. So you had to do what you had to do, man. Thanks. And that education is the most important part, bro, so. That's really all that matters at the end of the day. Thanks. I guess plus, hey, plus they got they got a really good business program down here, and it's it's pretty cheap. I'll be honest with you. It's like yeah, the bro. lowest tuition in, in Kansas. And, and that's what I'm saying, bro. You're doing your thing, bro. We talked about it pre-show. You got a business internship coming up in Denver, so it looks yeah. like you made the right decision, bro. Thank God. All right, bro. Talk about what lesson. Has what's the biggest lesson that you learned since moving to college, bro, in Fort Hayes, Kansas? Man, that's a tough one. I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh, everybody is different when you're living with your parents, bro. But when you actually got to go out on your own, man, was there anything that really hit you that was like, damn, I never knew that, or damn, this was my mom and dad was talking about back in the day? Like, did any? What did you have any moment like that? Bills, <laughs> bills. 
No, but nah, hey, for real though, Bills, that I was like, nah, yeah, <laughs> to turn off the lights, That's real. They, like, turn off them lights because that it goes <laughs> up. Uh, honestly, just like the whole process of growing up and just being out on your own. Uh, I mean, like, don't you know, like I'm a I'm a low maintenance guy and I'm pretty responsible, but like actually being out here on my own, not having like family and like immediate family stuff like that next to me that I can call and like just go and see easily. Yeah, that's probably the biggest thing, but. So it's still all good though. And Fort Hayes is, is what two hours from uh Topeka? Uh it's like 245-ish, 230, something like that. So I mean so it's, it's not, not a, it's not a quick drive, but you can make it. Yeah. Okay. All right, man. So last but not least, this is kind of the whole reason why I started this series, bro. This is my favorite question to ask everybody. What piece of information could you give to any younger from the city, whether it's your, your little bros from HP, just People that look up to you, bro. People that's in the city trying to follow behind in your footsteps, bro. Um, I guess I got two things. One, always bet on yourself. And like, honestly, just follow your heart, follow your dreams. Like, if you got passion about it, go do it. Like, go for it. And then two, if you want to be successful, you don't have a lot of options. Like, one thing my, my DB coach always tells me is, like, it takes what it takes. And at the end of the day, you're either going to do it or you're not. And again, like, you got to have passion about it because if you don't, then you're going to choose the other. And you're not going to do it. You got to do what you got to do at the end of the day. And I feel like, I think, like, this next generation of, like, kids coming up is really realizing that. And, like, I love the grind that they're showing, but that's probably the biggest one is it takes what it takes and you don't have a lot of options if you want to be successful. All right, bro, I'm going to build on what you just said, bro. So you said it takes what it takes. I was watching the shop today, LeBron James' podcast show, whatever you want to call it. And Rick Ross was on there. He said, obviously, we know how technology has made everything more convenient for everybody, bro. So we feel like this next generation is going to struggle. So I don't know if they will or they, or they won't, but everybody feels like it's too easy for them. So obviously, let's say being a rapper, it's much easier than it was back in the day because you had to get recognized by a larger label. Now you could just... Record a song in your bedroom, upload it to SoundCloud. If it goes crazy on TikTok, social media, then you get recognized. But mm -hmm. Rick Ross said, that's cool and all. But like you said, it takes what it takes. It's never going to, the work is never going to change. The work's always going to be the same. Whether you want to be a rapper, whether you want to be an accountant, or whether you want to you own your own business, whatever it is, it's, you still got to put that work in at the end of the day. No matter if you have a cell phone, you got a MacBook, you got whatever you got. You still gotta put the work in for yourself. It's, it's like like you said, bro, like it's it's a lot easier now. So you gotta ask yourself, like, do you want that like quick five minutes of fame or do you wanna like do you wanna have the longevity of things? And not even not even just the quick five minutes of fame, bro, because like obviously everybody's not gonna be a celebrity, everybody's not gonna be famous, bro. But when it comes to your own life, bro, are you gonna are you gonna take the easy way, bro? Are you gonna cheat yourself and not put the work in, bro? Because everybody wants stuff to be instant, bro. It's, it's really a microwave society now, bro. Like I said, technology makes everything too convenient for us, bro. So quick example, say that person wants to go to the gym and lose weight. They want to look up different, oh, how to get a six pack in, in two weeks, how to, how to, this pill can give me, lose, give me to lose weight in 30 days. It doesn't work like that, bro. No matter what you're trying to do with your body, bro, you're trying to get buff, get a lot of muscle, you're trying to lose weight, bro. You still got to put that exact same amount of work in, no matter what you do. Just because you got this right here, bro, it's not going to make anything any easier for you. You may 
only thing that's going to be easier, bro, is the information you're able to receive, bro. That's one thing that I appreciate about technology, bro. We have so much information at our fingertips. If we want to look up, if we got any question, bro, you can look it up. Back in the day, if you had a question, you probably was like, yeah. If it was an embarrassing question, I don't want to ask nobody this. Now you got the phone, bro. So whatever you're trying to do, you can still look it up, bro. But the work's never going to change, no matter how much technology you get, how many iPhones drop, it's still going to be the exact same work. Whether you're trying to go to college, start your own business, whatever you're doing, bro, still going to be the exact same, just like like Will just said. Exactly. And last but not least, he said, bet on yourself. Betting on yourself is important. I know it's like kind of cliche because everybody kind of says it and it's like, it's kind of like a catchphrase or whatever, but that's really true, bro. Because if you don't believe in what you're doing, bro, then nobody else is going to believe what you're doing. It's that simple. At the end of the day, bro, it's your goals and dreams. We're at this age where we're young enough to still chase what we want to do. Some people don't really have the option, but I feel like most of us have the option. You want to go to college, you want to start your own business, whatever you want to do, you have the option because you're, you're at that age where you're young enough. And then if you let it pass by, you're going to be like 30, 35, 40. You're not really going to have a choice. You're like, damn, I may have a couple kids on the side. I might have a family. I have to take care of these people. And then mm-hmm. you're going to have to get a job and just do whatever they tell you to do. So exactly. I feel like this time is valuable. Bro. It's super valuable, where you got to take advantage of it. Uh, teaching me right now. <laughs> I love it. Keep going, though, bro. Not real talk, bro. I just feel like people need to hear this stuff, bro, because I feel like we don't focus on the right things, bro. Especially in just in society in general, we focus on we focus on the shade room and all the gossip, bro. But this is real life here at the end of the day, bro. Exactly. And I feel like, like I said, bro, 20 to 25 to, to like 28, bro, because I feel like 29, 30, you kind of get into where you gotta kind of start your career or do whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. I feel like, bro, you gotta like I said, you got options, bro. You doing college, that's great, bro. But besides college, bro, you went out and found you an internship. So that's gonna set you up and transition you to the next area that you're finna go into in life so college don't don't just get caught up in like oh my bad bro no no you good bro but i'm just saying don't get caught up in like just all i'm in college because a lot of people think college just automatically means success bro and i'm i thought that too when i first went bro i'm I'm in college i'm good and i'm like damn you got the degree now what you gonna do with it because as soon as you get that piece of paper bro it really don't mean nothing until you make it you make it work for you but go ahead say what you're about to say I was gonna like add on that, like, and not even like just brag on myself, but like, hey, go ahead, bro. You doing your thing, man. You feel like I was talking with them about the internship, and like, I was expecting like, because I looked at like the average like internships in uh, Denver, like that accounts that uh, get paid is usually like twenty dollars, like eighteen to like twenty two dollars, and so like, I, you know, I was going, I was ready to like try and talk myself up to like maybe twenty three, maybe twenty two fifty, something like that, and just off the jump, they offered me twenty five. They were just like, you know, okay, like, is that going to be enough? Like, starting off, like, as an internship making 25 an hour, it's just like, you got to put in that work. You got to put in that time. You got to network, too. Yeah, that's a big that's part. Of it, bro. You, you want to be successful. Like, you don't have a lot of options. You got to put in the grit. You got to put in the grind. You got to put in the work. Yeah, yeah bro. Me and my little brother talk about this all the time, like, how people just see the result of things. And they're like, oh, I want to do that. You see the guy with the with the uh the nice car or the nice house. I want to be like that, but you don't see the in-between work that that went in between doing that, bro. Like you said, important one is networking. As soon as you get there, bro, I'm pretty sure you're gonna be meeting you're gonna be meeting so many people, bro. Your head's gonna spin like damn. I meet this person, I meet that person. But then, bro, 10, 15 years down the line, that person may be the head of a company that that gives you a job or a position. 
you never know, bro. Never know. So just always be alert, man. Always, always pay attention. Just always treat people with respect, bro, because you never know who that person may be in 10 or 15 years. Thanks, bro. See, keep, man, keep preaching, bro. I love it. I love it, bro. <laughs> hey, man, I could do this all day, bro, but I ain't going to keep you too long, man. I know you're busy. I know you got stuff to do, man. But I appreciate you jumping on here with me, bro. Like I said, this was the episode I was looking, I was most looking forward to, bro, because I know you got a lot to offer, bro. Appreciate it, bro. I appreciate you having me for real, though. Okay, keep doing yes. what you're doing. I love seeing you growing, bro. Love it. Yes. yes, sir, bro. Appreciate you, man. And just make sure you keep sharing your story, bro. Keep doing your thing. I'm definitely going to be watching. Got you. Hey, yes, sir. Boy. Love, bro. Yes, sir. All right, man. I hope you guys enjoyed the interview. Uh, once again, thank you, Will White, for hopping on the podcast, oh, giving us some of your time, bro. Hey, bro, just continue to reach new heights, bro. We appreciate you. Um, Mad love to you, bro. And this concludes sure. the jump ball segment. All right, now, next up, bro, it's the offseason. So, you know what happens in the offseason, bro. We got a lot of crazy shooters swirling around, bro. But this one right here was probably one of the reports I was very excited to see. The Miami Heat, a team that I got much respect for. I got much respect for the culture over in Miami. Pat Riley, Spo, um, Udonis Haslam, Jimmy Butler. Bro, there's so many guys. We can go down the line, bro. Much respect for them. But it's kind of getting sad to see, bro. They keep making these runs, even if it's not the NBA Finals, it's the, the Eastern yeah. Conference Finals, and they just don't have enough firepower, bro. They just don't have enough. Yeah. Like, whatever team comes out the West, they just can't – they don't have enough firepower to compete, bro. So we just seen a report that came out and said that they will be targeting a star player, a superstar player, whichever one yeah. you want to call it, man. Bro, super excited about that. Cool, bro. Which one – what star do you realistically see them being able to acquire this offseason, bro? Let me know. Well, man, bro, it's either way it's going to be pretty tough just considering, like, all the assets that they don't have. You feel me? Like, they already yeah. gave up a couple picks, and they tied up with, like, a lot of, like, just fucked up money situations. You feel me? Like, they got Duncan Robinson, obviously. You got Jimmy Butler who's making a shit ton of money. You got Kyle Lowry. I don't know when he's a free agent or anything like that. So they have people that they're paying, and they still got to pay. Um, but I feel like if I had a choice, if I was like a Heat fan and I wanted one of these stars next to my 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 guy Jimmy Butler, bro, honestly, I feel like the simple answer would be Kyrie Irving, just because I feel like he would complement Jimmy's game. Like he does everything as a guard that Jimmy Butler really doesn't do. You feel me? Like he's he's a lot better of a shooter. Um, he can get to the which Jimmy Butler's pretty good at getting to the rim, but like the way Kyrie does it is different. You know what I'm saying? Jimmy kind of seems to bully his way to the rim. Kyrie, I feel like would make a lot of shit simpler on a, a guy like Jimmy Butler who gets really physical, especially, like, later in the year, as we've seen, like, in the playoffs. That man, I mean, it's like they was running a pick and roll for him damn near every fucking play, and that shit was working, you feel me? Like, just Jimmy Butler as a one-on-one -on -one scorer is, I feel like, enough to get you to the finals. But if you have that one extra piece, and if that one extra piece is a guy in a championship, Kyrie Irving, uh, honestly, bro, I think, I think Kyrie Irving would be, like, the better fit overall. But... Honestly, I think Bradley Bill would be probably, you know, really good as well. But I just feel like him and Jimmy Butler kind of have uh, very similar traits that would kind of, you know, intertwine a little bit, maybe kind of get in the way of each other. But I just feel like overall Kyrie Irving would be the way better option to have if you're trying to win a championship, you feel me? But uh, if you had to choose, who would you choose? Is there even like a guy outside of these two that you would pick? Damn, bro. It's... 
thinking about the Miami Heat, bro, it's not realistic for them. Like, obviously, Dane Miller would be perfect, bro, but that's not realistic. They're going to have to give up a lot, bro. And they really don't have any assets for real, bro, if you think about it. Yeah. Um, Bradley Bill would be another guy, but contract's crazy as hell. I think he's making, like, upwards of $50 million a year, bro. But, I mean, if we're being realistic, bro, there's people on the trade market that I think it's like, that would be legitimate, bro. Um, I feel like if they get a Zach Levine, that would definitely give him a scoring punch, bro, a boost. But it's crazy because they also did have Vic Aladipo, and he's a beast, bro. But, like, just can't stay healthy. So, I feel like if we could just add, like, a Zach Levine, bro, or even, like, I feel like the role players are, are pretty good, bro. Um, If they could add maybe a center, and they don't got to be, like, a superstar or anything like they're a star player, bro, but, like, it's weird, but like a guy like Dwight Howard would be perfect for them, bro. They just need they just need depth that center, bro. Like the centers that got right now is cool, bro. But they can add another big man. Bam is not, he's not very big. He's a very good player, don't get me wrong, but he's just he's six nine, bro. I mean, yeah. we're talking about a six nine center in the NBA. Gonna get killed by guys like Jokic, bro. Anthony Davis, all those guys, bro. So if they can add maybe a center, um, maybe a swing guy, something like that, bro. But I really just want to see them just add some more scoring, bro. If they get Tyler Hero back, who knows what's going on with Victor Depot, bro. If they could do that, bro, maybe add like a Zach Levine. Obviously, bro, Kyrie Irving would be the, the main guy that I would like to see them go after. But they get one of those guys, bro, they'll definitely be a threat in the, in the East. I mean, they're they're damn near in it every year, bro, no matter what seed they are. So probably just got to give them that respect, bro. Yeah, real shit. Real shit. And if they add another star, man, I feel like they could maybe take it a step further, man. We just got to see. Yes, sir. Let us know who you guys want to see the Miami Heat ad, man. Realistically, don't be commenting. Dame Lillard, bro, they're not getting Dame. Let's be real. But let's go ahead and trans transition into the next topic, man. We got Zion Williamson. Bro, there's been a lot of controversy swirling around here. I don't even call it controversy, man. Hey, Zion, bro. A lot of conversation. Holler at holler at me and the, just holler at me and the guys, bro. Cause yeah, but you're not you're not handling it the right way, bro. Just follow me and the guys, man. But <laughs> that aside, um, the Pelicans are talking about possibly trading Zion Williamson, man. And I wanted to know, Coop, bro, if you thought this was the right move. I seen they were possibly targeting Scoot Henderson in the draft. They were thinking about like maybe if we can trade Zion to, to get a position to draft him, they'll possibly do that, bro. Do you think this is worth it? The do you think this is worth the risk? of potentially letting a Zion, bro, because he's been balling the hell out, man. I mean, when he's healthy, bro's putting yeah, up MVP number. Hey, man, it's a risk. Do you think that should trade Zion Williamson? Yeah. Um, it, like, personally, if I was the Pelicans, I wouldn't necessarily just because I don't know what you're going to get in return. Like, I know they're talking about the pick, but that shit isn't guaranteed, you feel me? Like, obviously, I feel like a team would probably give up that much just because, just like you said, when he is healthy – Zion is like an MVP candidate. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just seen at the beginning of the season when he was healthy, he was a problem. The Pelicans were like a number one or number two seed in the Western Conference. You feel me? So, I mean, I don't know, bro. If I was the Pelicans, I think I'd probably wait just a little bit longer. But at the same time, I can't really necessarily blame them for not wanting to if they don't want to. You feel me? Like, it's been, what, four four years now? And it's still, like, less than 130, 140 games over like a four-year period which is insane so I don't know bro I can see it from both angles but me personally I just feel like you're probably not going to get exactly what you want for an asset like Zion you know what I'm saying so I feel like you might as well just keep him you feel me 
Bro, I feel like you got to strike while the iron is hot. And the iron is not hot right now, bro. I feel like Zion stock is – it's not – I won't say it's like in the in the, in the tank like, like that, but it's very low, bro, just because he's been hurt. People yeah. haven't really seen him play in since what? Yeah, Shit, it was like January, what, December? January? Yeah. January, yeah, bro, like – so everybody's going to be like – I'm pretty sure there's that team out there that's like, damn, yeah, we could definitely get Zion for the low right now. Like, we know yeah, how – I've seen the, the Hornets for one of those teams that – Possibly, you know, would be interested in getting him, which I think would be decent. That'd be him and him and Lamelo. That'd be crazy, that'd be bro. For so <laughs> a lot of they'd be doing, bro, would be insane, man. But hey, man, um, Isaiah <laughs> Williamson, though, potentially a MVP level player, bro. You got to be smart, and though you can't just trade him away for p- peanuts, bro. You can't do that, man. Like me, if I was the GM, bro, I would be looking to let Zion, like, build up some type of, you know, trade value, some some more stock, bro, before I get rid of him. But me, I probably wouldn't get rid of him, though, just because yeah. I don't think he's going to ever reach his potential in New Orleans. There's been, like, some some rumblings that he doesn't want to be there. He's not taking his diet, nutrition, his health seriously. From what we see on the outside looking at, I'm not going to say that he's just in there drinking Mountain Dews all day, but that's what it looks like, bro. Um, He's not giving his all to New Orleans, so – I would like let that man build it up a little bit, build up some some trade value, some stock, bro, um, and just see what we can get back, bro. If we can get like a, a star player, because bro, New Orleans already got a team intact, bro. Like they got me. Hey, we went watch them play in person, but they got a squad, bro, for sure. Yeah, like they do. That's McDaniel. All they, they need is like maybe all them guys, bro. Yeah. Tough. All they, they really need is like maybe like a key guy, bro. Maybe if you can yeah. get. Shit, so, maybe if you could get a Dane, bro, that might be tough. A Dane? Yeah, that, but who knows? Yeah, I don't know if that would even work, bro. But if they get somebody like that, I would definitely look to make it happen. But other than that, bro, I'll just hold on to him, let him build up his, his trade value. But I would trade Zion because he's never going to reach his potential. He's always hurt. But I feel like Zion's the type of guy you just got to get, like, one or two good seasons of him just staying healthy, and you could do something in the playoffs yeah. where you can win a championship. So it has to be that team that's coming along looking to really bolster their roster. And then Northern Pelicans, you just got to find the right guy for you guys that's going to fit your culture and going to help take you guys to the next level. Because we've seen, as Coop said, bro, you guys were the one seed for a few, maybe like a few months. You're the one seed, bro. So, shit. So, go ahead and get you a, a, a Amler-type star, bro. I feel like y'all would be pretty shit, pretty good, yeah, man. So, they'd be in decent shape, bro, for sure. Yeah. So, that would definitely be uh, pretty far. But, um, yeah. Let's go ahead and and let's go ahead and hop into these these very funny comments, man. Um, Pat Bev and 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 uh, Patrick Beverly, man. Pat Bev and uh, Carl Anthony Towns, they definitely gave us a lot of uh, a lot of good sound bites, man. A lot of a lot of good entertainment, bro. Uh, first, of all, I want to shout out Pat Bev, bro. I used to hate this guy, bro, on the court, but bro, he seemed like a. I'll be honest with you, bro. He seemed like a real chill dude, bro. Like, I'll probably kick it with him off the court, bro. He seemed cool as hell, like. And he's a very underrated storyteller, bro. I love watching this podcast. Him and Rome. Shout out him and Rome, man. They crack me up, but they funny as hell. Um, Pat Bev's just a real guy, bro. He is who he is. Very authentic. Much respect to him. Crying any towns. I got respect for him too, but I'm not a huge fan. Just based off how crazy he was talking. Um, who's he talking to? Russell Westbrook. I was like, cat, bro. Be yourself, bro. Don't be trying to be on no tough guys. Mm-hmm. Not a tough guy. But yeah, shout out Cat, bro. Very good player. Him and Pat Bev, they got on this podcast, and they were really chopping it up. And we got a few comments that we just want to discuss, man. So first, Cat said he changed the game. Pat Bev said he was the best offensive player in the game as far as offensive center. 
Um, and then Crosby Towns went as far as to compare the four months of them throwing their team together with Pat Bev, and they won that little game in the in the playing to Nikola Jokic and the Denver Nuggets winning the championships. He said it took them four years. It took us four months. Just I'm, I'm looking. I'm like, I'm watching the clip, and I'm like, bro, what are you saying? Like, like, what is the comparison that? But I'm not understanding what you're saying. And I'm looking in the comments to see if anybody else is thinking. I'm thinking like, bro, like, what is he trying to say? So, bro, they they had a lot of fun, bro. They had a lot of fun on that podcast, man. Cool, bro. What is your thoughts, bro? Go ahead and just unleash, man. Go ahead and unleash. <laughs> Honestly, bro, it's. I mean. You get these two together, what else do you expect, bro? Carl Anthony Towns, one of the yeah. biggest liars in the league, and then you got Pat Bev, one of the biggest instigators in the league. Like a lot just, of gas. That's yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot yeah. of gasoline on a lot of fire, you feel me? So no, bro, it's just it's just funny, bro. I mean, you can't really do shit but laugh. Like, if he really believes that, then like what whatever helps you sleep at night, I guess. But like I don't know, bro. It's like considering what they did, like, it was respectable at the time and just for, like, a couple, like, a week. But, like, bro, it's nothing to, like, hold your hat on to and just, like, no, nah, bro. If that's – if that's, it, I don't know, bro. Like, those, if those are his goals, then he's got a lot of stuff he's got to figure out. You feel me? Just as a basketball player. But, like, I don't know, bro. Like, him saying he changed the game is honestly pretty insane. Like, I don't know, bro. Like, we haven't seen other big men that can shoot. Like, I mean, he may be one of the best out of all time, but, like, it's because he plays 30 games a year. So, you, you play 30 games a year with four threes a game. I mean, obviously, your shit going to be pretty decent, you feel me? But, I mean, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to just let him have his moment. Hopefully, because, I mean, I do respect Cat. I know he's been through a lot of shit over the last couple of years, but that does not give you an excuse to just come out here and say this shit. It's like, what is this, bro? You feel me? Like, it – I don't know, bro. It is it is what it is, but we all know the truth. Who the best offensive center in the league is, it's the man that just won the fucking championship. So, <laughs> yeah, bro. But um, me honestly, I'm not, I'm not mad at him. I'm not, I'm not yeah. at him like that. It's bro. Just funny. It's funny, bro. Cat, uh, <laughs> very good player, like I said, bro. But yeah. like, a lot of people feel like he lacks toughness. Um, shooting threes, bro. That's like. That's like uh, it's like bragging yeah, about. That's like bragging up. about being the tallest midget or something like that, bro. Yeah, for real, bro. Shout out to Jay Z for that line, bro. But it's just like, what does that mean, bro? Like you're a center talking about shooting threes, bro. Who give a fuck, bro? Centers are not supposed to be out there chucking threes all game, bro. If you could step out and hit one or two, cool, bro. Like I mean, bro. nowadays it helps, but still, like cool, but like, bro, but we're not the rest of his game. As like, far as cat, bro, <laughs> as far as cat though, we're not saying like, oh, cat. He's a great three point shooter, but like any center, but like who cares about you hitting threes? Like if you can step yeah, out and knock sure. him down, bro, good, bro. That's great. But cat, bro, you're never mind. I don't know going on too much, but cat, bro, you're you're a very uh you're labeled as a very soft big man, bro. I feel like you should be working on you know getting in there, um, banging with with other bigs, bro. Even at the power forward position, bro, just like working inside the paint, bro. That's all we worried about. But we're not worried about you shooting threes, bro. You can shoot yeah. threes, great. You're the greatest three-point shooting big man. You won a three-point contest, bro. Shout out to you. Congratulations. That's all great, bro. Dude, you should really be focused on trying to win a championship, bro. Get to the playoffs. I even went to the playoffs. Get to the playoffs and advance, bro. Bro, you guys got you guys got pieces, bro. Even though I feel like I still hate that Rudy Gobert trade, bro. I hated it when it happened. I, I hate it very much, bro. Like, but we're not gonna get into that. You guys have pieces. You have Ant Edwards. 
MVP type level player, bro. In his youth, bro. Don't know what he don't know. Straight beast, man. I love him. Yeah, Cat ain't even the best player on his team, bro. That's why I don't know why he's talking like this for. You know what I'm saying? As if he just be out here running shit. Hey, like, bro. I was like, hey, be confident in yourself, bro. I'm never gonna knock nobody's confidence, bro. Not but for sure, but let's you not just talk, act like. Really talk, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, I mean, that's exactly what he's doing too. It's not like he's like. Does he mean this? I don't know. He might. Hey, but, but like, Minnesota. Hey, hey, Cat, bro. You got a lot of pool, bro. Tell him to go pick your boy Pat Bev back up, man. Cause y'all, yeah. y'all a little run going, man. I'm not going. Hey. I won't deny y'all had a run going for sure, man. But I just, yeah, I just, I just thought it was funny, man. Um, no, it's hilarious. What else did What else did Cat say that was that was very controversial. He said he was the the, the uh, best. Oh, yeah, he compared the Jokic and Nuggets run to what they did in the bubble, bro. Um, Y'all got to let that go. Ridiculous. Man. Ridiculous. Uh, dang, bro. Hey, I'm not knocking it, but let it go, man. We need to see you guys get into the playoffs and really make a run. You guys are in the playoffs, bro, the, against the Grizzlies. Y'all disappointed. Y'all lost to my Lakers. I'm not going to knock y'all for that. But, bro, y'all definitely could have won that series, bro, against the Grizzlies. Y'all didn't do what y'all had to do. Yeah. Bro, hey, just focus on that, man. Um, But I'm not – at the end of the day, I'm not going to knock it, bro. He's just on the pod having fun with his boy. So, hey, shout out to that, bro. Yeah. But hey, we disagree with what you said, man. Let's be honest with you. For sure, man. <laughs> All right, man. Last but not least, I know a lot of people are waiting for this topic right here, man. Oh, man. John Morant, he's getting 25 games, man. Mm. And that's the bottom line. The Stone Cold says so. Very, very 25 true. games, bro. Um. Cool, bro. What's your thoughts? Uh, I mean, we was chopping it up before the show, bro. You heard me. I was just saying, or we was both just saying, bro, like, it's pretty graceful. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's lucky that he, the NBA loves him this much or all the fans do. You feel me? Just because, like, if this was just some regular-ass player, bro, they would have got his ass up out of here a long-ass time ago. But since Ja already got a shoe deal, since he's already one of the most, you know, premier stars in the league, it's like you can't you can't suspend one of them guys like that for that long. You know what I'm saying? Like, imagine if they did. God bless you. Imagine if they did suspend him for a full 82 game season. Imagine just how like lackluster the Grizzly games would be. Like they wouldn't be getting much viewership from from their games and stuff like that. You feel me? So it would just be very lackluster. So the fact that he only got 25 games, bro, that just shows you, man. These players nowadays are definitely on a on a little bit, you know less of a leash, you know what I'm saying? Like, which is good, but sometimes it can be bad because as we saw with the first time he did it, he was over here talking about, yeah, blah, blah, blah. We didn't even try to get into it, but I'm saying like he did it the first time and he still ended up doing it again, you feel me? And then the repercussions still weren't even that bad. So, I mean, just like we were saying, bro, it's, it's graceful. He should be I, happy. I thought he was getting 40. I thought he was Dude, getting Say hey, a minimum, bro, minimum. Oh, he you feel me? Like 25? That's decent, bro. I take that. That's just like well, hey, he better send. Hey, he better send Adam Silver a thank you letter, bro. Hey, man. Hey, forget that weak ass apology, yeah. there, bro. Hey, job, bro. Start with the weak ass apologies, bro. We do not For care. Sure. Bro. I promise you. Me as an NBA fan, I do not yeah. give a damn what you do, bro. I, don't, I really don't care that you got a gun, bro. That don't mean shit to me. But bro, yeah, whatever. This is do your job, thing. Bro. This is life, bro. This, this is, is your life. life. Yeah. <laughs> like you want to fuck that up, shit. Can't do certain things, bro. It's just facts, bro. Everybody, every job has rules. You just can't do certain things, bro. We're not even saying like. I know a lot that of people. Even that bad, bro. Like, you want to be righteous? Oh, you did this, you did that. Oh, you shouldn't be doing this, bro. Nah, just don't do the shit on camera, bro. Just, bro, yeah, you can do this shit. Camera, but... All you want, just don't do it on camera, bro. Man, for like, sure, bro. First off, you recorded yourself, snitched on yourself, basically. With a and gun. Your friend was over here. He was all like, "Hey, bro, come on now." Your friend online, <laughs> and you pull out a gun, bro. Yeah, what did bro. you want, John? 
<laughs> oh, come on, bro. Lock in. Like you trying to send a message. All the shit that you want, bro. You making plenty of money. I'm not even getting in your pockets, bro. But like you making plenty of money. Bro. Just lock in, bro. Like just ball out on the court, bro. Do what you got to do. Sure. And bro, stop For all sure. the dumb shit off the court, bro. You you fighting seventeen year olds. You doing this. You doing that, bro. Like it's not even just the gun stuff, bro. It's the other stuff, and that's on top of it, bro. When you got all these reports out there about you, and then. People are like, they're trying to form a narrative or opinion about John Morant. Oh, he's doing this. He beat up a 17-year-old, and he flashed a gun at him, said he's going to shoot him. And then, bro, you can't even deny it because then you on motherfucking live yeah. like these. You on live like these, the young boy. You dancing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, bro, like, yeah, he lit, though. He lit, though. He lit, bro, but he finna, he finna <laughs> fall, bro, and lose his money, bro. Like, don't do that, bro. John lock him, man. No, like, for sure. <laughs> it's cool, bro. Like, as I said, I don't care what you oh, do. about that. You a grown man, yeah. I'm a man, bro. I can give a damn what you do, bro. I'm just a fan of the game, bro. Yeah. I, I'm not going to be sitting here like, hey, let me get Jaws' number. We just want to see him play, bro. That's all it is. Hey, <laughs> I don't give a fuck, bro. Do what you want to do. For sure. We just want to see the, the man game, play. Bro. Hey, send Adam Silver in business center, bro. He yeah. gave you 25 games. He could have gave For you sure. So, hey, bro, be very – Even more than that, to be honest, bro. Real talk, bro. You just be a, you be digging yourself a, a deeper hole, bro. So, hey, it's send crazy. Adam Silver a thank you letter, bro. And, hey. Just lock in, bro. Stay off them. I'm not gonna say stay off the media, bro. Do what you want to do, but hey, just lock in, bro. Yeah, stay man. out of the news. That's what I'll say. Stay out of the news, bro. Come back ready to play. That's all I'm gonna say to John Moran, man. I'll be excited sure. to see you on the board. And you know what's crazy, bro? About a year or two ago, people were talking about was Jaw like the better pick to take over Zion, and it was looking to be true. And I feel like it's still at this point maybe, but it's like, damn, bro, they both fucking oh, up God. just for different reasons, bro. They both got their own. Shit they going through like Zion. Zion not even in trouble, but he just he just he, just, for a he got his own problems. Yeah, he he got his own weight problems. He he doing his other thing over there in New Orleans, but Jal over here in Memphis going crazy with the straps. He's just hey, he I don't a, know, bro. Hey, he, <laughs> he going crazy. Trenches, bro. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this shit. Hey man, this shit crazy. This hey, shit bro. crazy. Yeah, but I just want to see him both lock in. But hey, yeah, once again though, for sure. Uh, hey Jal, like I said, bro, lock in, stay out the news, Zion, bro. I'm disappointed in Zion, bro. He didn't even do yeah, that. Yeah, come on. I'm just disappointed, bro. For real. Like, damn, you like something – well, yourself down, most importantly, but – I'm not trying to talk about on the podcast, bro, but you paying – you paying 107 a month, bro, 107000 a month, bro? Zion, bro. Damn. Yeah, you need to come holler at me, bro. Let me talk to him, bro. You <laughs> she says, yeah, I'm on the pod. Hey, get Zion on the pod, bro. Hey, you – Zion on the pod. Lock in. But, hey, um – Hey, I would love that. Yeah, bro. 25 games, pretty light, man. Um, yeah. So shout out John Morant, bro. I just hope he stays out of trouble. But I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if, if he pop up in the news for some dumb shit again, man. But yeah, John Morant lock in. Um, Zion lock in too, bro. That's all I yeah, got to say. Um, Both y'all tweaking. Yeah, funny as hell. Um, and I want to shout out shout out uh Shaq, man. Shaq Diesel, man. He's funny as hell. That's what he got. Funny, bro. <laughs> he said, "Oh man, he said the girls' DMs from Home Depot. That shit, I'd be dead." I was like, "Damn." It's like, bro. He, he I mean. You, you can't, know, dang, man. Hey, you can't fool me. I'm familiar with your game, bro. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's a, a, a great that's quote. A right yeah, for sure. Conan, switch the flow like it was broken. I'm on the road, man. Making plays just like DeRozan. I shoot my shot, and that shit wetter than the ocean. I brag a lot, but with the wind and come the boat, I made a lot from them apartments that I sold. And he ain't making.